You've got work friends, you've got best friends, and now you've got ghoul friends. Hello and welcome to episode 104 of the Ghoul Friends Podcast. I'm Celeste. And I'm Caitlin. Ooh, you always get those like anxiety jitters right before you hit record. I don't. Oh, I do. I'm like, am I going to remember how to, to talk? We shall find the out. The answer for me is always no. <laughs> I'm always going to fuck something up. That's all right. I am too. It, you know what? It happens. It is part of the process. You know what? And we still have people here to listen, so. It's amazingly enough. <laughs> yeah. I Something y'all must like about us. I don't know what it is, but. Well, we've got these questions to answer, and they're going to learn a lot more about us. <laughs> Whether you will continue listening <laughs> remains to be seen. Somebody, so if you don't follow us on Instagram. What are you doing? What First, what are you doing? <laughs> Second, um, a listener request was to ask questions, and then we answered them yep. live on our yep. episode. Yes. Y'all. Y'all got some weird fucking questions, <laughs> but we're here for it. <laughs> you know what? We're going to do it. You know it. what? They definitely were interesting. I'll, I'll give you all that. <laughs> they were interesting, and they were weird, but so were we, so that we definitely out. got some good giggles out of it and I think everyone else is gonna get some good giggles too uh, yes um so we've actually got a lot of them I was gonna say we so I don't think we need to ramble I don't think we need to ramble um so I guess we can just get right into it into the questions uh, these are just listed from one to I don't know sure 20 that we've got and I've got a screenshot from Instagram as well so if I'll try and see if we miss any okay so we don't leave anybody out perfect okay so the first question was how long have y'all known each other, mm-hmm. been together, and married? Okay. I'm going to let you hit that one. <laughs> You're like, I'm testing I'm, you. <laughs> I don't know. This is more of a test for me because I'm like, I don't know. <laughs> yes. Um, so, Caitlin and I met in 2014, and we have been together since then, so seven years, <laughs> which is crazy. We got married in 2016, so we've been together seven years, and we've been married for five Almost. Almost five this year. This year will be five years. Dang. And to, I'm sorry. We pretty much started dating as soon as we met. So. You know, it's the usual lesbian shack up, and we were living together within six months, so you know what? There was not really a time where, like, we knew each other but weren't dating. No, we just met and just shacked up, and that was, that it was, was the end of that. Like, it just was like we just always just stayed together. Yeah, no, we never broke up. We've never broken up since mm-hmm. we've been together. No, but it was never, like, a said thing, like, like, are we girlfriend and girlfriend? Or it was just like, we just hung out together all the time. And I think we just at one point said that we weren't dating anyone yeah. else. And then I think it just I think kind it was just of, like one awkward conversation. Like, are you hooking up with anybody else? You're like, yeah. no. Are you? We're like, no. Then oh, we okay. found out that we had hooked up with um, the same person. And we're like, <laughs> oh, okay. Well. <laughs> the lesbian dating pool in Charleston, South Carolina is pretty small. She'd be small. <laughs> Maybe bigger now. But back seven years ago, it was pretty Yeah. Small. And then we moved in together. And we're like, well, it's a done deal. Yeah. Like, this is what it is. <laughs> So, yeah. Yes. So, that's All that. Right. What's Moving next? On. The spookiest thing to ever happen Ooh. to either of you. Mine, I think, is hands down, if you haven't heard the listener, the last listener, Round five. Yep. Episode. Yes. Um, I explained my story of the little ghost girl that mm-hmm. latched on to me in Massachusetts. That was yep. one of the most spooked I've ever been. Um. Yeah, that's a good question. I think the spookiest thing that's ever happened to me 
was when I had the premonition of my grandfather's death. Mm -hmm. And then it actually ended up happening. Yeah, like to the day. That was real, real weird. Mm -hmm. Um, So, yeah, I would say that's kind of, I would say the spookiest thing that's happened to me directly. Okay. The other spookiest thing for me is when I zoomed in on that picture and saw the... Confederate. It looks like a Confederate soldier. Yeah. Yeah. The face in the truth. That was... thank you. That, like, made my heart jump a little bit. Yeah. No, we've definitely had spooky things. I think the time, too, that we went to the jail... And you were just trollalling through the courtyard, <laughs> and like I literally watched something. It's weird to describe, like you know, when you see something in your mind's eye, like not with your like actual eyeballs. Yeah. I like saw something that like followed us mm. all mm-hmm. the way around the jail, yeah, and I was just like, "Oh fuck!" I, in the St. Augustine jail, something pinched my butt. Yeah, it did. And I thought it was you, and I turned around, and you were not there. Okay, that was a spooky experience. Having, I remember, like with the um. What did you have? The spirit box? The spirit box. And you I had that little kid saying he was seven. In the dowsing rods? Yeah, that was weird. Ooh, that was, that was See, creepy. Creeps. Yeah, for sure. What else? Um, I don't think so. Yeah. Those are the top ones. Me and Baber saw a ghost on New Yorktown. You did? That was pretty spooky. The guy that was like walking away? Yeah. Yeah. And he was walking towards us and then he oh. like turned a weird corner that I don't think was a door. Ooh. Right after the guy had talked about... The ghost hunters that went there on the travel channel yep. that saw a guy in like a dark blue like, like coat. Yes. And like was down that hall. And yep. he they kinda like walked away and uh-huh. travel a lot over here. And me and Baywars turned around and looked and were like, oh fuck. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I definitely think y'all saw something yeah, for sure. For sure. Oof. Okay, next. That was a good question. That, that was, was a good question. Um, who is older? That would be moi. You would never know it because Caitlin always jokes that I'm older, but I, I'm really not. <laughs> My favorite thing to say is like when I open the door and hold it for Celeste, I go, age before beauty. And that's and it never, never going to be right. <laughs> um, we're very close in age, though. We we're about six months apart. I yeah. was born in April of 1990 and you were born in October of yeah. 1990. So yeah. We're, we're pretty much the same age. Pretty much. We did graduate a year. I graduated a year ahead of you. Yeah, it was a year behind you school-wise. Birthdays, how they fell. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Um, here's a good one. How many states have y'all lived in? <laughs> um, for me, Whelps. I guess I lived in Maine, mm-hmm. South Carolina, Virginia, Massachusetts. So I lived in four states. Yeah, and for me, take away Maine. Correct. And I've, obviously I was born in South Carolina. So three. Yeah, Virginia and Massachusetts. Yeah. That's an easy enough. That was good. Yep. Um, worst fear. Ooh. That's a good one. Mine, um, I have a few. I should have thought about these before, but <laughs> go ahead. Being buried alive. Oof, yeah, the um, cremated all the way. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Um, drowning. Mm, okay. Um, you? <laughs> I'm trying to think. I've got a lot um, of fears. Yeah, probably drowning. Um, a weird one, but being strangled. Like, yeah. I don't like that. I don't like things up near my neck at Being all. Being murdered. Well, in general. <laughs> I think it's a general fear of everybody is being murdered. Um, I, yeah, I think, like, choking to death, yeah. being strangled would be a very terrifying experience. Yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> I'm not going to say her name. Um, the girl that I work with up front. Oh, uh-huh. Well, she also listens to the podcast, so I don't want to say her name without asking. Yeah. Um, she was telling me the other day that one time she choked on a hot dog. was, like, literally <sighs> choking on a hot dog. And I was like, what did you do? She said she just, like, reached her hands down her throat. Was she alone? <laughs> I don't remember. Ooh. <laughs> That's terrifying. 
terrifying. So fun fact, if you live alone or you are alone and you begin choking, there is such thing as a one-person Heimlich mm-hmm. maneuver where if you lean over a chair or yeah. an arm of a couch really um, hard. in the car, your steering wheel. Yes, and mm-hmm. you can Heimlich whatever is stuck in your throat yeah. out. So it could save your life. Save your life. Don't choke on a hot dog. <laughs> That's a real thing. Don't <laughs> killed by a hot dog. Taken out by the dog. <laughs> Taken out by the dog. You know what? I mean, it happens. It's like when you get a really bad stomach flu and you're in the bathroom and you're just like, this is it. This is how I go. Don't talk too much into that because we've got questions. I know. I saw that. <laughs> and I've got feelings. <laughs> okay. Next uh-huh. question. Um, now, question. What is a bucket list item for each of you? Oh, that's a good one. That Damn, you are good. They are good. I feel um, like we're on a first date with y'all. Bucket. <laughs> um, I'm going to say Traveling. Is like like in general? Yeah, like I mean, I know we've gone to places, but mm-hmm. like, definitely I have more places on my list, and I think my next bucket list would be living abroad. Like living, yeah, I would agree. Abroad, somewhere. That's yep. a bucket list item. Um, I think specific to traveling, we've both said this. I'll maybe mm-hmm. answer for both of us. Is doing the um, glass top igloos in Finland. Ooh, I've always yeah. wanted to see yeah, the Northern yeah. Lights. That's that would be cool. Very high up for me. Um, fun fact: I have seen the Northern Lights. Way up in Maine. <laughs> They're not as, like, crazy as you would see in, like, a picture, like in Finland. Mm-hmm. Um, but I do remember nights, I mean, maybe once a year mm-hmm. growing up, mostly in, like, the dead of winter. Um, yeah. The sky would be, like, streaked with, like, bright green. That must be so weird It was to weird. See. It was yeah. cool. Yeah, no, I'd love to see them. Like, makes you feel like you're in, like, another planet. You're, it's just weird how, like, yeah. we're such a small little, like, bloop in our entire yeah. solar system. I feel like that would be such an odd thing to see because, obviously, in South Carolina, we, we do not get the Northern Lights. <laughs> no. um, the only other person than you that I can think that has seen them would have been my grandfather, the one who just passed away when yeah. he was stationed in Newfoundland yeah. at Labrador. Yeah. Um, he remembered seeing them. That's cool. Yeah, so that's high up on the list. Yeah. Good question. The show. Yeah, good question. Other than, um, we're just going to say two, probably 60% of these questions are Leanne. (laughs) (laughs) Um, And she said, other than Lindsay and Leanne, who are your favorite North Carolina ghouls? I mean, does Leashy count? Because she's from North Carolina. Leashy, yeah, I guess she's a North Carolina ghoul. Yeah. Do we have any I don't know that we know anybody else in North Carolina. I don't think so. If you're from North Carolina, hit us up and we can be cool friends. Yeah. I'm drawing a blank. Someone Sorry. is, let us know. Sorry. <laughs> I'm just trying to think of all our heavy out. hitter ghoul friends. I'm like, I don't know. I think yeah, it's I don't know. Lindsay and Leanne and Bibelishi. 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 Yes. Okay. Y'all, do you fart in your sleep? <laughs> I mean, we're human, so yes. I fart. Kaysa does that when she's conscious. <laughs> or just because. Yes. Usually, I fart before I say good morning to Celeste. It's usually how she wakes me up. It's, <laughs> it's marriage for you. Y'all. <laughs> um, okay, most embarrassing thing that happened at work. At work? I don't know that I've had a lot of like embarrassing things happen. Knock on wood. At work, um, it was a couple weeks ago, because I don't... I don't like to poop at work, and I've never had to poop I mean, poop that's at not work. fair. And it was like, because usually I'll just like, if I have to poop during the day, I'm like, I gotta run home for a minute. <laughs> <laughs> I gotta go. I gotta go. And there was just no, it wasn't happening. And it was during lunch, so nobody was there, luckily. So I just was like, yeah, going as fast as I could. And then I was like, oh, God. <laughs> I hope nobody walks in. <laughs> <laughs> 
Um, so that was probably my most embarrassing. I don't. Not that I was embarrassed, but yeah, it's just not a fun thing to do at work. No, I don't think I have like one dead set like most embarrassing thing. I will say that there were many times when we lived in Massachusetts when I was walking into my office that um, it would be icy. And I've, like, almost eaten it so many times. But so has everybody else. So it's like, no one cares. But, (laughs) um, no. I think the only other thing I can remember, it was a long time ago, was um, I gave blood at work one time. And I did not eat enough. And Mm -hmm. I got back to my desk and I started feeling, like, hot death. Yeah. Which, if you give blood and you don't eat, you will pass out, FYI. And I just remember, like, people fanning me and getting me, like, (laughs) a Coke and cookies until I, like... Gain some better. color back into my face. <laughs> um, but yeah, nothing real big that's ever happened. Okay, good one. Okay, um, what are our favorite podcasts? I'm going to be real with you. <laughs> I don't listen to podcasts. Cool Friends Podcast. Cool Friends Podcast. Um, you've tried to get me into listening to podcasts. I know. I just don't. I don't have a job that I can actively listen to. have, like, to earbuds either, in. So I just don't... Yeah. It's not typically something I would listen to. No. Um, the only one that I did listen to briefly was um, Associates Anonymous. Mm-hmm. And that was, like, funny. Because yeah. Because like... We liked really them. Really funny stories. Yeah, they're um, funny. But I haven't listened to them in a long time. Sorry. Um, <laughs> I just don't listen to podcasts. No, you don't. Um, so I have a lot... And I, I'm just trying to think of my top few. So I would say probably Lore. I love Lore. Um, I would say Scare You to Sleep, though I can only listen to that during daylight hours because it actually scares the shit out of me. Um, Ghost in the Burbs is really good. They're on hiatus, but I think they're coming back in September, which is exciting. And I would say Astonishing Legends. If you're into like long episodes that really do a deep dive research-wise, that is a fantastic one to listen to. So those are my top picks, I would say. Cool. Um, okay. Worst place you've had to throw up or poop. Mm. I'm going to just tell mine first because mm-hmm. Celeste has a, a pretty epic story <laughs> on that one, and it's pretty great. Um, I would say work is probably the worst. Mm-hmm. Um, throwing up, I don't know that I've ever had to throw up in a public bathroom, but that would probably <laughs> be something, like, horrific. Yeah. I don't ever want to experience that. Mm-hmm. It is. <laughs> <laughs> Let's, uh, everybody just perk your ears for this little gem of a story. I can't believe you're going to tell this on, you know, you're going to be just thrown out. Well, now you're making me not want to. <laughs> if you don't, I am, so. <laughs> okay, I will preface it with this. I have a firm belief, thanks to this event, that when you are just doing too well in your life or you are feeling too on top of the world, that whatever higher power, if you, you know, whether it's God, um, nature, you know, whoever you cry out to when Chicken you stub, yeah, like whoever you cry out to when you stub your toe, um, <laughs> I believe that they take that opportunity to truly humble you and bring you back down to where you're meant to be. So I was probably, I was a teenager. I was like younger teenager <laughs> and we were on a ferry boat and I had not been feeling good all morning and literally as the ferry boat and I was like mind you it had a, like an upper deck so you could stand out in the open air as we pulled in <laughs> to the dock I got incredibly <laughs> nauseated and I literally vomited over the side of this ferry and well, I'm just going to leave it gracefully and say other things happened at the exact same time because, I mean, force is force. Um, and I basically had to crawl into the uh, marina bathroom. And thank God we had, like, all our clothes with us because we were going home. 
And my mom had to, like, bring me clothes <laughs> into this bathroom. And I basically had to throw away everything that I was wearing because I was covered in vomit and other fun things. And I had a severe stomach flu. And I had to ride three hours in the back of my parents' minivan, breathing into a plastic bag and barfing into one. <laughs> and that is how my ass got humbled. At the same damn, damn time. time. <laughs> Literally. That was funny. That was Not bad. funny because that's more what's going to be me next. But um, <laughs> just saying, I I'm not even going to say it out loud because I'm going to jinx myself. I'm so sorry that happened to you. <laughs> <laughs> okay, next. Okay, will we still be friends after all these questions? I don't Leanne. know. <laughs> <laughs> I hope so. Looking at you, girl. <laughs> Absolutely, yes. Um, worst nightmare. Ooh. I had a really scary one last night. I don't know that I have one Oh, specific. you didn't tell me about this. Um, basically, I, like, hopped on a plane by myself and went to this crazy city and thought I was just going to, like, bop around by myself. And I was in this parking garage. And, like, there was just a lot of, like, scary people in there. Mm-hmm. And, like, I definitely, like, was wearing something, like, really bright colored. And, like, everyone else was, like, really dark. And, like, mm. couldn't really see their faces. And, like, people were, like, laying all over the ground. And I'm like, I'm just going to walk through here and find something <laughs> exciting to do. Right. And, like, people started following me. And so oh, I, like, no. turned around. And, like, you know, like, our key has a fob for our car. Oh, yeah. When you get close, it will just unlock. Yeah. And I got close. And, like, this lady tried to, like, open the trunk because she heard it open. And I was like, whoa. And I, like, sh- like, slammed it back shut. And I was, like, trying to get in my car. But, like, people were trying to open the door. And I was Mm-mm. trying to get it locked. And I was, like, throwing people out of there. Mm-mm. And I woke up and I was like, that's not fucking cool. Yeah, I didn't like that. Yeah, it was creepy. Ooh. That's mine. As of right now. <laughs> yeah, as of this moment. Um, <laughs> I had one the other night. And I think this is because we were watching Hill House. Mm-hmm. Mm. And it was like, I was in this creepy house and it was like, there was this, she was clearly a ghost or something. But when I looked at her face, I can't describe it, but her face was like severely, it like was scary looking. It was very like contorted and like the longer you looked, the worse it got. And I remember like feeling these hands like on my head, they were like trying to make me continue like looking at her and I like. Just remember being, like, feeling severely like I wanted to close my eyes, but yeah. I couldn't. Mm-hmm. And that was creepy. I don't like that. Yeah, I don't like it either. <clears throat> okay. Um, scariest experience. <laughs> do you want to go first, or do you want me to? Um, i got to think about it, so you can go. Okay. Yeah, I know mine. Um, so, when I was in college, Ooh. you know which one this <laughs> yeah. is. Um, Yours beats any of mine for sure. This one took the cake. When I was in college, I lived in an apartment in a, like a, an apartment building, like high up. I was on like the eighth or ninth floor. Um, and I was asleep one night and that summer my roommate had gone home. So my cousin was subletting her room. So we were living together and that was a wild ass summer. <laughs> um, but he was 21 and I was not. So he went to the bars and I went to bed because I had to get up. I had work the next day. I think this was over the summer. And my roommate was coming into town to visit, so she was going to sleep in my room. And she was coming in late, so I was, like, already asleep. I was like, you have a key. Just let yourself in, and you can just, you know, come get in the bed when you get here. Um, And so I woke up in the middle of the night, and I heard something, and I assumed it was her coming in. And Mm -hmm. I rolled over, and in the dark, I saw a man standing at the end of my bed, And I had no idea who he was, so I turned on the light, 
And I started screaming at him because that was the only thing I could think to do was like I was going to scare him out of the room. Yeah. And it became very quickly clear that he was beyond intoxicated. Like, he could barely speak. And he had thought he was going into his buddy's apartment and had broken the lock on ours and basically found himself in my room. So, basically, I screamed at him enough where I could get him to leave. And then I barricaded the door and obviously called security. And it was terrifying. That is terrifying. It took a long time to be able to sleep, like, through the night. I don't even know how you sleep now. Yeah. And I realized my mom's never heard that story, so... Sorry, Mom. <laughs> <laughs> they won't hear it now. Because she would have been to Charleston that night. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Yeah. Um, also, to hear crunches. That's Kitty. I'm having a little snack there. Because <laughs> you know. <laughs> um, uh, my scares, I don't know that I really... I don't know. Maybe when I got pulled over from going to Disney World, I thought I was going to get arrested. <laughs> for no reason. <laughs> Um, I got hollered at by a cop because I told him I was going to Harry Potter World and then told me very frankly he didn't, give, he a didn't shit. give a shit where I was going. <laughs> rude. That was rude. Okay. Uh, top three things we are addicted to. Like coffee, tea, things like that. <laughs> <I'm>, <laughs> um, I don't know. I got to think about that. For um, I'm going to say for me, uh, my Xbox. Yep. Um, my Oculus. Just yep. virtual reality. And the New England Patriots. Ooh, yep. Those are all <laughs> good fits for you. I would say, I feel like mine's all food. <laughs> Diet Coke. No, oh, I do love a fountain soda. Yeah, Diet Coke. Um, pickles. I love pickles more than anything. <laughs> um, and ketchup. <laughs> Let me just tell y'all ketchup dude it's insane i love ketchup <laughs> we know. i put it on everything okay um top pet peeve of ours mine oh this is gonna start a war <laughs> celeste likes to not answer me when i like ask something or say something it just is like mm-hmm. i'm just sitting here like an asshole talking to myself <laughs> that's my biggest pet peeve <laughs> if i say something i expect like an answer fair um I would say my my top one ever is um, chewing sounds. Blech. Chewing sounds. <laughs> gum. I detest gum. Right. I don't chew gum. I don't want to ever like right. see gum. But I cannot. The the sound of something chewing makes me truly like lose my shit. It's disgusting. Yeah, it's I can't. Gross. Close your mouth when you chew. Yeah, I, if you I can't. chew with your mouth open, I'm sorry, but that's barbaric. It yeah. breaks you. I, I can't. Like just please Close don't. Yeah. <laughs> Okay, um, team coffee or team tea? And me, I'm going to say it depends on my mood. I'm, I'm team both. <laughs> I'm 50-50. Yeah. Um, I do like a good coffee. Mm-hmm. Um, I have to be in the mood. Um, if I had to pick, probably tea, because I think I could drink tea anytime. Yeah, I was about to say, <laughs> coffee gives me a really bad acid reflux sometimes, yeah. so tea is a less like stressful well, there's option. there's hot tea, there's cold mm-hmm. tea, there's green tea, there's sweet tea. Mm-hmm. The options are there are absolutely on, on, on tea. Yes, I okay. agree. Dunkin' or Starbucks? I think we could. Both <laughs> we agree on this. this. We've talked about this many times before. Um, Starbucks food sucks. I don't really yeah, care don't for like their it. food. Um, drinks are hands down the, the best. Yep. Um, or Target orders ready. Um, <laughs> We're addicted <laughs> to Target. <laughs> We're addicted to Target too. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Um, but Duncan's food is better. So if we yeah. can have a Star Duncan, Star Duncan, I would have Duncan's food and Starbucks drinks. 
I'd agree. Okay. 100%. Excellent. Um, not a question. I just want to say that ranch is life. Um, yep. Agree. so is ketchup for Celeste. Agree. Um, also not a question. Just really excited to see you in October. We're Leanne. excited to see you. <laughs> and we're very excited as well. Uh, when are you coming to Raleigh? Oh, who's that's, that? That favorite little horse witch. <laughs> Lindsay, we definitely need to plan a trip soon. We do. Yeah, because I've never seen their house, so I want to... And you've never met Mike. No, I've never met Mike. That's funny. Weirdly enough. Yeah, we definitely have to. Um, and last question, what are your beliefs on reincarnation? Mm. My beliefs are... I think so, but I don't want that, I guess. Like, if I die, I want to see, like, all of my, like, people. Mm-hmm. I don't want to be like, oh, hey. You got to go like, back. Whoosh, you got to, yeah. like, go do that again. <laughs> you didn't learn enough. you going back. <laughs> but I do believe in it. I do. I feel mm-hmm. like um, I know we're kind of running short on time to have our stories, too. But um, my aunt uh-huh. had a friend when she was younger. Yeah. Um, they both were going through. My aunt had cancer when she was 16. Um, she had a neighborhood friend that also was very ill. Um, and he loved hawks. And... Um, he passed away, mm-hmm. and I remember she had a reading done many years later, and she was, um, <clears throat> the reader, the medium was saying that there was somebody, f- like, running around in circles in the room, but, like, flapping mm-hmm. like a bird. Yeah. And she believed that it was, like, him, maybe yeah. reincarnated as, like, a mm-hmm. hawk or something. So I was like, that's pretty cool. Yeah, I agree, and I believe in reincarnation. I, I kind of, like, pick and choose between religions. I don't feel like you have mm-hmm. to stick to one thing. Um, and I definitely feel like I've lived past lives, so. You and our. And Lindsay. Which, force which, Lindsay. Yes, definitely absolutely. We have, for sure. So for that reason, I completely believe in it. Yeah. Also, there are a few ones that we missed. Right. That I took a screenshot okay. of. We can well, hit them quickly. I haven't looked at it, so. Um, Hallie, Princess Hallie, who said she wanted to be our friend, but she's not reached out to us to be our friend, so. Well, just saying. <laughs> How did you come up with your names uh, for your pets? That's a good question. That is a good question. Um, Kitty, <laughs> I <laughs> I don't remember what her name was in the shelter. It wasn't fitting. Um, I kept trying to, I like, tried to name her, like, Marv, and that just didn't stick. <laughs> and I just kept Marv. saying, like, Kitty, Kitty, Kitty. And then it just was like, she started answering to Kitty, and I was like, well, I guess your name is Kitty. Mm-hmm. Um, Dennis is kind of a funny story. Yeah. Um, my human best friend um, is named Dennis. Mm-hmm. And when I went to the shelter to look at, you know, dogs, oh, Kitty's chasing the ball around. You're so cute. <laughs> um, Dennis is our dog, Dennis. Mm-hmm. Um, his name was Dennis in the shelter. And we were going to, we already planned on naming him Boone. Yeah. Um, but Dennis just fit. He's just, he just always looks like a Dennis. So we <laughs> had to keep it. <laughs> it just fit. So his name was Dennis Boone. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I'll let you tell me she's sorry. Yeah, so Mishko, the joke was always that Mishko looked like he'd be some, like, Russian mobster's <laughs> cat, um, like Dr. Evil, like, you know, like, petting the cat as he spins around in his chair. Um, and for some reason, we just decided he was Russian, so Mishka just quickly became his name. Um, and fun fact, when we went to Russia, our tour guide confirmed that Mishka is actually a Russian name. <laughs> it means Michael, I think. <laughs> so his name, I guess, is Michael. But... Mishka Michael Seymour. <laughs> yeah. We call him Mishi. Mishka. Oh my god, he's got a moo. Mishmash. Mishmash. That's <laughs> what our phone corrects. If you try to type Mishka, just to mishmash. <laughs> Your mom does it every time. Mishmash. <laughs> Yes. Okay. Um, all right. Uh, let's see. Visiting Charleston for New Year's, New Year's Eve, bringing my dog, any year-round dog-friendly bars or restaurants? 
Red's Ice House. Red's Ice House in Mount Pleasant. There are really a lot of them. I mean, we'll have to get back to her. We can just write a list. I was about to say, message us and we'll I know we'll one of my it. friends has, um, you know, the friend that I work with, with yep. the dog, yep. brings her dog everywhere. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I know she'll, she'll know. have a lot of places. Yeah, so we'll um, get you a list. She also wanted to know when the next time we were going to play virtual reality and get drunk together was. Well, whenever you want. And the answer is after I recover from my injury in Nashville. <laughs> after you broke your finger, yes. <laughs> I did break my finger playing virtual reality. You did. At Gabby's house. Unsupervised. Yeah. Well. <laughs> okay. All right. Um, please do something on unpopular opinions. Ooh. So it's one unpopular opinion that you have. Um... Ketchup can go on eggs and mashed potatoes. Amen. Don't convince me. Mine is that, oh, y'all don't come for me on this. Um, I I don't like the show Friends. I don't don't find it funny. Or Seinfeld. Or The Office. Like, I'm sorry, don't hate on me, but like, I just, I don't. going to hate on you first. She is. And like, it's just not my kind of humor. So I'm sorry. Um, This is the wild one. Oh, yeah, yeah. I was wondering when that one's going to come up. (laughs) If your sheets had to be a type of lunch meat, what kind would you pick? weird y'all <laughs> I love it um, I, I instantly knew because <laughs> you're already sleeping with a snack yeah. you're gonna, like... uh, mine would be like oven roasted like seasoned turkey yeah same because like it's gonna it's like kind of dry yeah right and it's like gonna be nice and chilly mm-hmm. it's cold and then like I would literally just like take a bite out of my pillow and be like alright go to bed <laughs> you become your own turkey roll up <laughs> <laughs> think that that was it that was really fun y'all that was funny yeah that was really good and if we missed your question for any reason just let us know yeah and we can get that handled. and we sure will all Oof. right do you want to do yours i got we got to kind of go through these this kind of quickly but okay do you want me to start sure all right Thank you. that was fun that was fun always send more if you want us to answer questions and now you all know that celeste threw up and shit herself at the same time <laughs> and nobody's ever gonna forget that. i feel like we're best friends <laughs> <laughs> it's called being vulnerable thank you um, all right. So this was a listener request and they wanted us to do lighthouses, okay. haunted lighthouses, haunted like New England area, Got it. which is kind of Caitlin's like forte. So Got it. Um, I chose to do uh, the first one I've got is the Wood Island Lighthouse okay. and that's located in Saco Bay, Maine, which gotcha. is you've been we've been there. You've been there. Yeah. You don't remember it, but you did. Yeah, okay. <laughs> I took your word for it. <laughs> Um, so a little history, it's located off the southern coast of Maine. Um, Wood Island itself is about 35 acres, um, and money was allocated to build the lighthouse in March of 1806 um, because there is a nearby area called Fletcher's Neck, and it was very hazardous to navigate for boats. Um, the lighthouse was completed September 1st of 1807, and in 1856, the light in the lighthouse itself was changed from white to red so that sailors would not confuse it with the lights of Cape Elizabeth. Oh. Um, so in reading this, I came across, um, one story about one of the lighthouse keepers, which is just wholesome as heck. So okay. I had to include it cause I loved it. <clears throat> so this is the story of a guy named Eben or Eben Emerson. He was a lighthouse keeper at Wood Island from 1861 to 1865. Um, he was a dedicated Republican and abolitionist. And to many, he kind of had the nickname as uncle Eben or uncle Eben. Okay. I think it's Eben. 
Eben. Okay. So the reason for this is because what happened on March 16th of 1865. So at 1 a.m., you said it was Eben or Eben? Eben. Eben. Okay. So Eben was woken up by voices that he heard screaming from the water that around the lighthouse. Um, so he got up, went to see what was going on, and they realized that a brig, um, a Canadian brig called the Edith Ann of Nova Scotia, had become lodged in kind of a rocky area. And that the crew was trying to get to lifeboats, but the lifeboats were not launching. Ooh. So they were really stuck. The weather was bad. They were trying to get off, and they were in trouble. Okay. So with the help of a neighbor on the island, he was, e- or Eben. I'm going to say it wrong the entire <laughs> I think it's Eben. It could yeah. be even. I, I feel like it's Eben. I'm going to go with that. Okay. Um, him and another neighbor were able to launch the lighthouse's boat and get to them. And they had found that the brig had washed up onto an area called Washburn Lead or lead. Um, Eben was able to get onto the stuck ship and basically was able to get two of the crewmen um, into the, a lifeboat. And in doing this, he also managed to rescue two guinea pigs <laughs> that were on board by putting them in his pockets. Aww. I love that. <laughs> Did you ever have guinea pigs growing up? Yes. And in my opinion, they're evil. Don't come for me. I never had. <laughs> we had a guinea pig named eggnog <laughs> that I'm pretty sure may have come from the pit of hell. <laughs> Eggnog was not a nice guinea pig. Not If you have lovely guinea pigs, I am not hating on them. <laughs> Just thinking about mine. Um, so basically, Evan was able to get the lifeboat loose with the crew. <laughs> you guys have the funniest fucking pen names. Eggnog. Fireball. <laughs> that was my dad's stuff. I know, but Fireball Eggnog, which also is a very good combination. And I don't really um, like Eggnog. Celeste I, discovered that combo. Firenog. Firenog. <laughs> I don't like eggnog and I don't like fireball. You put, put it together, together, it's pretty fucking It's a magical. warm holiday treat. <laughs> <laughs> Mocha. It's like all like food. <laughs> Mocha, yeah. That was our dog. Um, yeah. Sorry, continue. No, you're good. Um, so back to the story. Eben was able to get the crew into the lifeboat and basically ride a big-ass wave back to Wood Island and get away from the sinking ship. Um, the brig that they had rescued the sailors from ended up being completely destroyed and sinking. Um, So basically for this, Evan was really hailed as a hero, and the Canadian government, because remember the ship was Canadian, actually awarded him an honorary pair of binoculars, which is some, I guess, sort of honor. He also later became a deputy deputy marshal in Biddeford. Cool. So I just love that story. That's pretty funny. I like the little guinea pig story. Um, Now to the not fun part. Okay. The Wood Island is also known to be haunted, and this is because of a murder-suicide that took place in June of 1896. Okay. So a man that lived on Wood Island, his name was Frederick Milliken. He was a lobster fisherman and a sheriff's deputy in Biddeford, but he lived on Wood Island with his wife and three kids. Um, so Milliken ended up renting out one of their small houses on the island to two men who were named Howard Hobbs and William Moses. Um, They were kind of considered to be squatters. They were also severe alcoholics. And basically, Milliken was a super nice guy and was trying to help them out by renting the house to them. Um, But they were not wonderful people. Okay. So the men, obviously, at some point, they stopped paying rent. And this became a big point of contention between Milliken and them. So one day, Milliken and Hobbs got into a huge fight over this. And it ended up at some point with Hobbs shooting Milliken in the stomach right in front of his own wife. Um, it's assumed that this, like he was drunk when this happened. Okay. So after realizing what he had done, Hobbs ran back to the small shack where he and Moses lived, and he ended up completing suicide there. Mm-hmm. So it's thought that Hobbs' spirit is okay. still haunting Wood Island. 
Um, and people have said they have seen locked doors open by themselves. They've seen shadow figures around the lighthouse. Um, they often hear people crying near the top of the lighthouse tower. Um, and the activity actually got so bad that in 1905, the resident lighthouse keeper leapt to his death from the tower because he was so convinced he was being haunted by the tower spirits. Ooh. So, very active. Have you ever seen that lighthouse before? I don't think so. There's you. a lot of lighthouses in Yeah, Maine, Maine and lighthouses are kind of like one in the same. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. That's creepy. Yes. Okay, ready? Yes. My Coastal Ghostal. That's going to be the name of the episode because I love that. Coastal Ghostal? Yeah. That's pretty fun. That's a good one. Okay. Um, so this was, or this is in Owl's Head. Um, no, it's Owl's Head Lighthouse near Rockland, Maine. Okay. Wow. <laughs> Off to a good start. <laughs> Owl's Head Lighthouse near Rockland. Okay. We both stayed in Maine. Yes. Good stuff. Um, this lighthouse was built for a whopping $2,707.79. Wow. Um, it sits on 17 and a half acres of land. Okay. Um, and it's surrounded by, of course, Maine's state tree of the pine. <laughs> of the pine variety. <laughs> Lots of those. Lots of pine trees. Yes. Um, so it sits on top of like a pretty large hill. Um, and because of that, the lighthouse is actually only about 15 feet tall. Okay. Um, the light, it's so high up on this hill that the light can be seen for up to 16 miles away. Oh, wow. Yeah. Okay. So it's pretty far. Um, so kind of some history on it. Um, then president John Quincy Adams had to approve the lighthouse Mm -hmm. um, to be built, which he did in 1824. Okay. Um, this was like an auditor of, um, I think he was in, like, the federal government. Um, his mm-hmm. name was Stephen Pleasanton. Okay. Um, he and John Quincy Adams kind of butted heads on who the keeper should be and kind of how it should be mm-hmm. run. Um, but basically, uh, old Johnny was president, so said, like... He kind of got to win that one. <laughs> he kind of won. Um, and so he picked a man named Isaac Stearns. Um, he was a veteran of the War of 1812. Okay. Um, and he was paid a whopping $350 a year. Hmm. That it, huh? <laughs> um, so, having lived through many a winters in Maine, mm-hmm. uh, I can tell you that they do get pretty brutal sometimes. Um, very cold, very yes. windy for long stretches of time. Right. Um, this lighthouse didn't seem to be built uh, with that really in mind. <laughs> So it was apparently very, very miserable um, to live in in the wintertime. Very okay. hard to stay warm, you know, mm-hmm. very um, drafty, yeah. uh, cold, sure. miserable, wet, just not things you want unpleasant. in winter in Maine. Yeah. <laughs> um, and over the years, it just took all of these um, keepers just complaining about these just awful conditions in the lighthouse. Right. Uh, and it took almost 100 years for them to even like slightly like start Fix improving it. them. Okay. So it just wasn't great. Okay. Right? Um, so kind of what has happened at this lighthouse. Um, this first story is not really a ghosty story, but it's kind of weird. So mm. I included it. Okay. Uh, on December 22nd of 1850, um, the townspeople in that area had um, described this storm as one of the worst storms they'd ever seen, um, which Maine gets a lot of storms and for you to say it's one of the worst it's got to be pretty bad pretty damn bad um, okay the one that I can remember if you've lived in New England mm-hmm. uh, was ice storm in 98 yeah we were without power for 14 days oof um, and just covered I just remember trees being like bent over into the like 
road. With if ice. there was a medical emergency, you were screwed. Mm. Um, so I get it. They sure. Get, <laughs> yeah. They can get really nasty. Yeah, sure. Um, <clears throat> so there was a boat off the shore um, that had three people. It was Richard Ingraham, Roger Elliott, and Lydia Dyer. Mm-hmm. Um, they were trying to set sail, like, to get off the coast of Maine, um, but then found themselves in the middle of this just storm. raging storm. Okay. Um, they tried to, you know, get farther out, kind of away from it, um, but ended up just losing control of the boat and were tossed into the rocky harbor okay. of Maine. Um, they kind of huddled on these rocks and tried to keep warm. They didn't really have any, you know, they didn't have the L.L. Bean at that point yeah. to keep your nice and toasty warm. Sure, yeah. Um, so they basically said... Somebody has to go and try and, like, find help or, right. like, we're going to die. Um, so, basically, Elliot tries to um, get to shore, which he does. And the lighthouse keeper at the time was taking his sleigh out for a little spin through the oh, storm. Oh, man. <laughs> um, Elliot was barely alive at this point. He could barely speak. He was yeah, just, well, hypothermia is a very yes. real thing. Um and it took him a while, but he eventually got it out that there were two other people that needed help yes. you know, by the mm-hmm. water. Um, so basically, the um, keeper takes Elliot back to the lighthouse, tries to get him as warm as he can get, um, and then gets a search party together, which takes a long time mm-hmm. to get some people together, especially during a big storm, Sure. Um, to go and look for these other two people. So they go out, um, they do find them, um, but when they find them, they find them encased in an ice block that had mm. formed from the spray. Oh. Um, so, you know, when rocks or water, you know, hits waves the rocks. hits the rocks, it, you know, sprays water up. In the freezing cold, it will freeze. Yeah, sure. Um, so they're completely covered in ice, um, pretty much presumed dead at this point. Yeah. Um, but the people just said, let's try to, you know, warm them start. up chipping the ice away and, you know, getting to them. Um, and obviously ocean water does not freeze unless it's the spray. Mm-hmm. So that water is obviously warmer than yes. the ice. Yeah. So they were kind of pouring water over them to melt the ice um, that had formed on them. As soon as they would get, like, fingers or elbows, they would try to, like, slowly Move start them. moving them. Um, this went on for about two hours, and they were completely freed of ice. Um, didn't really, you know, show any signs of life. Uh, they ended up bringing them back to the lighthouse, and after a few hours, they both just started waking up. Mm. Um, they were very confused, uh, very cold, yeah, um, but very much alive. Mm. Um, it did take them months to recover, sure, um, but they both did eventually fully recover. That's and crazy. The two of them ended up getting married and oh. had children together. <laughs> oh, that's kind of cute. Yeah. That's crazy. Um, really crazy, right? Um, obviously not really ghosty, but I thought that was kind of a yeah, that's a nuts one to yeah. throw in there. Um, okay, now for the ghosts. All right, hit me with the ghosts. Um, there are lots of ghosties kind of lurking around there uh, today. There is a magazine called the Coastal Living Magazine, and the Owl's Head Lighthouse was ranked uh, the number one most haunted Ooh, lighthouse. Okay. Um, so there is a ghost there known as the Little Lady. We don't know if she is maybe a keeper's wife. Um, that's still kind of hanging okay. around there. Um, there's a lot of like poltergeisty activity, uh, a lot of slamming doors, silverware rattling, um, and then just finding objects moved just oh, to sure. random places. Yep. Um, like typical poltergeist. Just stuff. typical, and a lot of people think it's her. Oh, okay. Um, but a lot of people don't believe that and think she's just a nice, a little, nice lady. little lady that kind of that you sometimes she can be seen in the kitchen. Sometimes she's seen just kind of like watching out the window she's just hanging around yeah and a lot of people don't believe that that's her um doing all that but some people do 
Okay. Um, a lot of times, keepers, right now, the keepers that stay there are um, Coast Guards. Yep. Um, and a lot of them have reported after a big snowstorm or um, like a rainstorm, um, they're the only ones there. Mm-hmm. They will see footsteps um, that are in the shape, they're like big work boot footsteps. Um, mm-hmm. They go up the ramp that lead to the stairs, and the stairs go to the top of the tower. Um, and that's apparently where the keepers would go during storms to make sure that the lights were still working properly. Sure. During a storm is the most important, important time, time to see yeah. a lighthouse. For sure. Um, and so they kind of think... They're just maintaining... They're, yep, just kind of keeping an eye on it. Um, this story was in the 1980s. Um, this is obviously now a Coast Guard who had been staying there. Mm-hmm. Um, it was him and his wife and their two-year-old daughter were okay. there for their first night. Um, to watch over the lighthouse, and they, you know, all go to bed. The middle of the night, the two-year-old daughter um, runs up to her dad, the Coast Guard, and just in this kind of weird voice says, the fog's rolling in, time to put the fog horn on. <laughs> the kid said that? The kid said that. <laughs> They're like, um, okay. <laughs> <laughs> and they both were just like, I mean, that's just nothing she had ever heard. Yeah. did not really know anything. And right. he went out, and there was fog, and he turned the fog. what she on. said, yeah. Um, She's like, they, you had one job. They, <laughs> like, here I am running your you're job. You're welcome. <laughs> um, yeah, so they kind of got spooked by that. They were like, oh, like um, okay. Yeah, that's uh, a little funky. A little bit weird. Um, they go back to bed. That's fine. And the next day, the little girl's eating breakfast and just says, like, who was the man that was here last night? And they're like, uh, nobody. <laughs> and she had described a man um, that was in her room Oof. that had a big beard, a big blue coat, and what they thought she had described as a fisherman's cap. Oh, so it was the keeper. They think it was Hanging the around. Yeah. Being like, get up and do your job. Yeah, let me, this guy needs some help, so you, you need to go tell him. <laughs> Yes, um, and I've got one more, okay. and I saved the best for last, of okay. course, as I do. Um, so this was a woman named Denise German, um, and she was the wife of the then-keeper. Um, his name was Andy. Okay. And one night, he had just gotten up in the middle of the night to go check the lights outside, make sure everything was functioning and uh-huh. working. Um, she obviously just kind of woke up when he got up, but didn't think anything of it. Mm-hmm. Um, he was gone for a little while, and then she said she remembers him just crawling back into bed, and they just were going to go back to sleep. Okay. Um, she kind of tossed and turned, couldn't go back to sleep, and just like I do, typically, if I can't sleep, neither are you. That's accurate. <laughs> so she she said she was turning over to wake him up because um, she couldn't sleep, and Andy wasn't in the bed Ooh, after she had felt him crawl into bed. Uh, the creepiest part was that there was an indentation of a body on the bed. And the indentation was moving as mm-mm. if someone was shifting and, like, rolling and moving. Oh, boy. I just made a really disgusting noise. That comes <laughs> on the recording. They were so just going sorry. to slap the shit out of me. <laughs> um... So, obviously, someone was laying there, but it weren't Andy. Um, So, that was kind of weird and gross. Uh, She freaked out, and I would have gotten up and ran out of the bedroom. Say same. Um, But she didn't. She just rolled over and eventually was like, okay. (laughs) Um, I guess if maybe you live in a really haunted place, things like that don't. You just kind of get used to it. I don't know. Fair. Um, So, she did wake up the next morning. Her husband was there and was just like, "Uh, I don't know what the fuck happened, but like, this is what happened. And apparently his face kind of dropped. Um, yeah. And he was like, that's really creepy. Um, I had gotten up and I thought maybe my eyes were just playing tricks. 
um, but he said he had seen what looked like a cloud of smoke just kind of hovering on the floor. Ooh. And when he noticed it, it passed through him and went into the bedroom as he walked out of the door. Oh, no, my gusto. No, thank you. And then you, you were like, go check on your wife, dude. Like, yeah. You just, <laughs> just leave her to it. Good luck. <laughs> Best of luck. So I don't know that they're connected, but I think they are probably connected. And Dang. Freaking creepy. That is freaking creepy. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that was we wrapped that up pretty well. We did. I, I had one more, but I don't think we're gonna have time to get through it. That's it. Um, I can try and go quickly. Okay. So to wrap us up, um, this is I did go out of Maine, so I apologize. Oh, okay. I did the New London Ledge Lighthouse in Groton, Connecticut. Is Groton right? Yes. Okay. So this lighthouse went into operation in 1909, and to give you an idea of location, it's at the mouth of the Thames River in New London Harbor, Connecticut. Um, the United States, Co- the United States Coast Guard took over the operation of the lighthouse in 1939, um, and the light actually became automated in 1987. So between that time, the Coast Guard was maintaining the light themselves. Okay. Um, now this is where all of the activity begins. Okay. Because um, before the, obviously, the automation of the light took place, the Coast Guard members that would stay at the lighthouse often reported strange events. They claimed that doors would open by themselves, televisions would turn on by themselves, sheets would be ripped off the bed that someone would be sleeping in, and it got so bad that one Coast Guard member wrote the following in their cruise log in 1987, and they said, Rock of slow torture, Ernie's domain, hell on earth. May New Le- London Ledge's light shine on forever because I'm through. I will watch it from afar while drinking a brew. Ooh. So who's Ernie? Yeah. <laughs> the next question, right? Ernie's believed to be a former lighthouse keeper who lived at New London with his wife, um, theoret- theoretically in the 1930s. Okay. Um, the story goes that he and his wife had a fight, which ended up in her leaving him for a ferry captain. Oh. So, obviously distraught by this, the story goes that Ernie went to the roof of the lighthouse in either threw himself off or trigger warning uh cut his own throat and fell from the roof and his body was never recovered so coast guard members also reported seeing a tall bearded man in a raincoat and boots usually around the lighthouse's living quarters and it's thought that this is ernie who does not make life easy for them while they're there um now roger and nancy Pyle, who are um psychics claim that they rescued ernie from his kind of purgatory on the lighthouse in 1981. So they claimed um, that the trauma around Ernie's death actually bound him to the lighthouse, and because of this, he was not able to leave. So in working with him, they were able to encourage him to go to the light and pass over. Um, And they said that Ernie eventually agreed to leave, but he did promise to make occasional visits to the lighthouse. So will you be there when he makes one? Because I think you can tour it if I was reading correctly. Okay. It's a beautiful lighthouse. Like yeah. if you, it's very odd looking. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, that I had that one to to finish this I liked, up. That was a perfect little thing to wrap it up. Yeah. All right. Well, we were right on time, so that's that good. We're pretty good. I was a little nervous there with all those questions. I, I did. Like, oh, that kind of took longer yeah. than I thought, but for sure. That was good stuff. It that's is for sure. Yeah. I'm gonna go to Target. Yeah, you gotta go to Target. Yeah. All right. We'll go see Caitlin on Facebook. Yeah. Send her all the dog pics. And cats. And cats. And everything. And, gu- and guinea pigs. And guinea pigs. <laughs> oh my god, I saw a hissy noodle at your parents' house the other day and I almost died. I know. Caitlin almost like pretty much moved in with my parents. <laughs> I was, was like, like well, I'm never coming home. I, leave, I live here now. <laughs> no, we don't do It was a big news. black snake and I ooh, almost died. No, thank you. Don't. Yeah. So no to those. Um, 
Yes. You can come see us on Instagram at Ghoul Friends Podcast. You can come find us on Twitter at Ghoul underscore Friends. You can find us on TikTok at Ghoul Friends Podcast. And if you have a listener story or just want to email us, you can do that at ghoulfriendspodcast at gmail.com. And as always, if you'd like to buy merch, you can do that at ghoulfriendspod.redbubble.com. Good job. All right. Final last words? No, no probes. Yeah. No, no, no probes for us. Well, for now, we hope you have a safe and spooky week. As always, I'm Celeste. And I'm Caitlin. And we're your ghoul friends. Bye, Caitlin. <laughs>